I'm sure you've heard this one before. A genius author pens a book in a month. Or maybe you've seen a movie where a writer goes from struggling artist to fame in a matter of 30 minutes of runtime after a dramatic montage of typewriter key punching and empty whiskey glasses while a swirl of cigarette smoke wafts out a window overlooking a city landscape. Or worse, they continue to wallow in their sad, poor lives because society tells us the only way to write a good book is to be utterly demolished. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the reality. Hey everyone, I'm David Gwynn. I'm on the path to make writing my full-time job. Follow me on my journey as I share interviews, craft advice, as well as efficiency and productivity for writers who take their stories seriously. It doesn't matter if you're new to writing or a seasoned vet. As long as you're a writer who's serious about your craft, this podcast is for you, so be sure to subscribe. There's a secret power that writers have that I'm just learning about, but it's something that has come up over and over in the interviews I've done. It's the power of community. Regardless of what type of writing you're doing, building a community around yourself can be really beneficial. See, the American Society of Training and Development did an accountability study that revealed people have a 65% chance of completing a goal if they commit it to one person. But if you have a specific accountability meeting with a person or group that they've committed that goal to, their chance of success increases to 95%. So now you're probably thinking, well, how do I find a community? Where are my people? Well, that's the same question my guests ask themselves. Today, I'll be talking to Kelly Malaco and Toby Carter. Kelly and Toby created a bi-weekly Twitter meetup of thriller, suspense, and horror writers. It produces a lively discussion between aspiring as well as some established writers in the genre. While you're listening to the first part of the interview, think about how they decided on this community and why they felt they needed it. Let's hear from Kelly first. We actually, we're both kind of suspense writers or thrillers. We have sort of a similar background in our, in the kind of books that we write, or we had. Toby's kind of expanded her horizons a little bit since we first met. I just thought that the writers community on Twitter was so great, but there wasn't really a lot of kind of genre specific writers in my circle. And so I reached out to a friend of both of ours, Jessica Payne, and she has the Moms Writers Club chat. And I just asked, you know, I'm thinking of doing something kind of similar, but just for thriller, suspense, and mystery writers. And she had said that Toby had reached out to her and was thinking of something similar. <laughs> so it was, it kind of just worked out perfectly. And then when Toby and I met, we really clicked. And yeah, so now we've had, we just had our 20th chat. Wow. Uh, last week. And yeah. That's awesome. That's crazy. Okay. Did you notice how they found that need for a genre specific group? If you've been listening to my podcast for a while, you've undoubtedly noticed how important writing groups are to writers. Alison Bacola, just a few episodes ago, Bianca Murray from a few before that, and even literary agent Amy Elizabeth Bishop credits a lot of her clients' successes with the formation of a writing group. So next, I asked Toby what their goal was for the chat. Here's what she had to say. I think the biggest thing was that I hadn't been plugged into kind of anything yet. I know a lot of people had their critique groups, and I I was still not in a critique group. I was fairly new to writing. Jess Payne actually was here with me in town, so she was probably my only source of, like, publishing knowledge and all of that and I was still learning about the whole thriller community and I just I felt like it was something that we needed to do 
to, I don't want to say bring everybody together. Yeah. Not only that, but to learn from each other. I mean, with, like I said, me being new, I'm still learning every single day and being able to tap into what all the other authors that we brought into this chat, what they've just, all the knowledge they've given us has just been immense. And I think that's the biggest takeaway we've gotten from this Girls and Chill chat and what we're trying to help others do as well. Yeah, I feel like you nailed it for me, which is like these conversations are are kind of twofold. I think first, you know, you meet really great writers in, in the genre, both like aspiring and, and and I mean published authors. I saw Ali Reynolds was was in the chat last time, like sharing some some ideas, which I thought was so cool. And so you get to meet and follow people from that community. And then the other uh, part of it, which is what you said, which is I feel like I've learned so much about writing, especially genre specific, which is which has been so cool. Is, is there anything that you felt like has come up uh, throughout these chats that you um, can share that is like something that kind of made you realize something different about the genre or help develop your, your writing a little bit better? Kelly, do you want to go first? I can't say that there's anything specifically that I pick up. I definitely add to my reading list every week. Mm. <laughs> I guess everyone's <laughs> always suggesting great books, which I love. And I think like Toby kind of nailed it when she was talking about why we do this. Like we're not professionals by any means. We're kind of learning to. And every week I think I pick up something that I'm like, you know, I either take a screenshot of it or I write it down quick and like stick it on my computer screen. Yep. I'm like that was really helpful. Like I'm, <laughs> yeah, I'm learning things as we go. So, so that's really nice. I don't know. Is there anything specific for you, Toby, that you've like really picked up? You know, I actually think I pick up just as much as we're trying to figure out the questions for each week, you know, there, like I said, we're both fairly new. So we have to like really dig and be like, okay, well, what is it about this subject that's going to resonate with the rest of the authors out there, what do they want to know versus what do we want to know and how can we make those two meet in the middle? I mean, like Kelly said, so many book um, recommendations, that's one of the biggest things. And knowing that the people who are recommending these books are also looking for the same things in these books, how to do plot twists, how to fix pacing, how to you know pull off this character. Or I mean, there's so many things that go into well I guess not go into but we get so many things from these conversations each time whether it be something small or something huge and I think that's the biggest part of it the biggest takeaway I love that I think too that's that's really the the way to build that community of writers. And I think what's so great about what you're doing is, you know, the typical way people try to build communities, they send out tweets or they tweet their books or, or link to an article they wrote or, or something uh, along right. those lines. And what I think is so interesting about what you're doing is that way you're building community around these unique questions. Has that always been the case with this chat? Or was is this like a, a newer iteration? Did you decide right from the beginning to start with these questions? And, and can you give us an example of like one or two of those qu- kind of big ideas or unique ideas that you think about for each of them? I don't want to say we're throwing the net out there. You know, we have a document mm. that we kind of go through and we're like, okay, this is what we talked about last year, you know, certain things are, I don't want to say certain prompts or ones that we should be talking about 
all the time, you know, throughout mm. the years. And some are just kind of thrown in there. We're like, oh, you know, this would be something fun to learn about. The questions, when it comes to picking questions, I feel like there are ones that every chat asks, whether you're doing like a science fiction chat, a Bob's Writers Club chat, a 5 a.m. chat. There are ones that everybody has answers to that can really spur that engagement so everybody starts talking but there are ones that are specific that I feel like we really have to dig deep and find out the answers to first so that we can kind of guide people you know if they're having trouble Kelly can you talk a little bit about Mm -hmm. the, the questions that you come up with this feels like a lengthy process does it take you a while to come up with all those questions it actually really depends on the topic like Sometimes we have the questions way in advance and we're like, oh, this makes sense. And, you know, it's sort of a broader topic that you can sort of pick out. I think we do six questions and then kind of a, a unique introduce yourself question mm-hmm. every time. So sometimes it's really hard, but some of them are a little bit more vague. Like the last chat we did was about voice. And yeah. it's not really like, you know, it, there's not a, an exact formula for finding your voice. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a little more hard to nail down. So those questions were a little tricky to come up with. One thing that I think was really great that I think Toby brought this into the fold. She really focuses on one question that is sort of character driven. Mm. So it's like, you know, if you're, well, one of our questions for next week, and I don't, maybe this is giving it away. This is a spoiler. <laughs> um, but one of our questions is like, if your antagonist had a smell, what would that smell be? Uh-huh. And I think it's just something like, kind of a little bit out there, but to make you think about your characters and how these kind of bigger topics, because the topic is incorporating all five senses uh. into your writing. So, you know, it's just something that makes you think about your own work and how these questions might kind of, you know, help you with whatever you're working on at the moment. I think it's a great way of putting it. I think that that I haven't really thought about it uh, until you started talking about that. But I really think that's what's so interesting to me is a question like that, that you're just, it makes you rethink about what you're writing in just a different way. And I even think some of the some of the craft questions, I find myself answering them and thinking to myself, like, wait, how do I do that? You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like, share, <laughs> like sharing those ideas about like what I'm doing and having others share. And I'm like, wait, that's way better than what I'm doing, I think is so uh, useful and, and so much fun to, to take part in. Like I said, you know, you get to meet a lot of people. And there's a lot of people that I met through thrills and chills that I keep in touch with about just writing and I, that I've met and, awesome. and we continue to have those conversations. So I think it's just a great community. And so uh, my next question is, are you planning on doing anything? Not that I'm saying that th- this isn't enough, but I'm just curious if there's if you see this <laughs> headed somewhere, is there something else that you're working on? Is there like an iteration of this that you see at some point in the future? I don't think we have like a, a big master plan in the works here, but I think we just want to continue to build this community and kind of, you know, maybe help other writers grow and connect we incorporated another hashtag that we call show us your dark Mm. where on the week that we don't chat people can just share a little snippet of what they're working on and we kind of give it a little positivity pass and like you know kind of play up your strengths as well because sometimes it's a little bit isolating writing and you start to doubt yourself or what you're doing this for so we want to just you know, make sure we encourage people to keep on going. And we have talked about having like a an in-person meetup at a 
at a writer's conference or something as well, but yeah. we're sort of waiting to the world right. levels out a bit. <laughs> no, that makes sense. I, I, I think too, I, I met with a few um, writers over Zoom a couple weeks ago and we kind of had the same conversation, which was like, well, now when we go to conferences, we will actually know people hopefully who are going there and it won't be right. nearly <laughs> as awkward, right? So <laughs> what what other communities are, are you a part of? Do you have like a writing group, uh, a critique group? Like what other things outside of this community are, are you a part of? Toby, do you want to go first? Oh, sure. Well, of course, this one, I participate in the Moms Writers Club. I actually not only did Kelly and I start the Thrills and Chills, but I was not placed into a critique group yet. And I was invited into hers. And since I do write, you know, in another genre, I, I take part in some of their chats occasionally. But other than that, this one's my main one. That's great. And uh, Kelly, what about you? Yeah, and the same thing. We're like, Toby said, we're in the same um, writers group. And that has actually been a real help for me too. I it's just it's so nice to have a group of authors that you can bounce ideas off of and who will read through your work and kind of, you know, they can pinpoint exactly where they lost interest or what mm. really intrigues them or it kind of gives you, you know, it helps you out when you're going back into your editing and and that has been probably the biggest help for me outside of thrills and chills. Yeah, I participate in the Mama's Writers Club too. And a few of the writers who are in Thrills and Chills have a prompts and comps chat that they've just oh. started too. So if you're looking for a book comp for your own work, you can join in that chat. Oh, that's cool. And that's really helpful too. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. There's just so many things, there's kind of little corners of the writing community on Twitter that you just sort of have to dig around and you find all these little gems. It's really great. Yeah, I, I like the way uh, that you, you phrase that, like those little corners, especially on Twitter and, and, and other parts of the internet, because I, I feel like more and more, I, I now that I'm searching them out, I find a lot more and I think it's a great place. And that's really why I wanted to have you on is, you know, it's it's about building a community of, of people who are interested in the same thing that you are, um, especially something online where it doesn't you don't have to find someone in your town anymore who also right. is, is also writes, you know, thrillers or suspense or whatever it is. Obviously, you're both in the, the Moms Writers Club. And so I do have to ask because I, I'm a, a parent myself. I have a, a two-year-old and a, and a three-month-old. And so Ooh. time is time <laughs> is minimal, <laughs> to say the least. So I, as, as parents yourself, I mean, how do you find the time to write? Like, where do you, is there, do you have a process? Do you have a, a place to do it? Do you have a time to do it? Or is it kind of you squeeze um, in whenever you can get. Well, I have two kids, two crazy little girls. <laughs> so um, <laughs> they're three and five. The five-year-old okay. is in school currently. The three-year-old, not yet, but she does go to like one of those uh. Mother's Day Out programs. So normally I'm I'm up at six. I'm not up early enough for the 5 a.m. writers club. <laughs> but, I, you know, I get them off to school. I come back. I write them until about 1.30, and then I start kind of my pickup, like I pick up my youngest first. And then mm. since my school, my daughter, uh, my five-year-old goes to a STEM school, everybody you're dropped off, they don't do any buses. <laughs> so we have to sit oh, in wow. the pickup line for about an hour. Wow. Um, so I get there an hour early and, you know, sometimes I'll read if I'm plotting out a story, which I like to say plotting, I'm kind of like a, a planter. I 
I get like my, you know, my goal motivation um, conflict, all that down, but I'll sit in yeah. the, <laughs> the pickup line and, and kind of plot out some ideas during that time. And that's great. Same thing. If, if one of them has gymnastics, I'll go do that. I'll plot out while I'm, um, while I'm waiting for that, come home, you know, do all the normal parent stuff, feeding them, bathing them, you know, reading, so on and so forth. And then once they're mm. in bed, I'm back to my writing. Kelly, what about you? Yeah, I have two girls as well. My kids are a little bit older, which is nice. I like to say that they're in the sweet spot right now. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> they're 12 and nine. So, okay. you know, we're not into like the teenage years yet, but they can kind of take care of themselves for the most part, which is just perfect. But I get up early. I, I'm sort of an unofficial 5 a.m. writer. I you know, make my coffee and sit down and start writing right away. And then I get them off to school and I I do have a part-time job. I work at a gym. So that's actually nice because it's a good balance for sitting in front of the computer <laughs> yeah. and my sort of my other hobby or job. So yeah, I, I guess I'm mostly an early morning writer. If I get a chance, I sneak in sometime in the afternoon and I'm kind of like Toby too. I'm sort of plotting things out like as I'm folding laundry or making supper or whatever and my husband is actually a police officer so I'm always like dropping things into the conversation like (laughs) you know picking his brain if you were to do (laughs) this you know how would that happen (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome so yeah we have weird conversations in our house I think but it helps (laughs) nice well we are we are like a serious girl gang here because my two are girls as well so (laughs) that is quite the troop we have going on here So we've talked about why building community is so important, how it's shaped Toby and Kelly's writing, and can help us all grow as writers. It also makes the writing process more enjoyable. The only way to make this whole writing thing happen is by continuing to write. And so these groups not only help with craft, which is important, but also help us as writers keep going. So if you haven't yet joined the Thrills and Chills chat or another group or formed your own, it's time. In the next section, I ask them how they started writing. I'm always amazed by the diversity of how people come to writing. Toby and Kelly's stories are so different and made me think of my own origin story. While you're listening, think about your story, about how and why you came to writing, because identifying your why can be a powerful motivator. So when when did you start writing? Did you always know you wanted to be writers or is this something that you've kind of picked up in more recent years? I actually did not have any like aspiration to write or anything like that. I was, oh gosh, I guess I age myself here. I was uh, 28 and my husband had just deployed and I was rocking one of my kids mm-hmm. to sleep and scrolling on Instagram because I obviously had nothing better to do. <laughs> but I saw a, a picture a friend had posted of the lock bridge in Paris and mm. It was literally like a light turned on. Like I saw a story and it just kind of formed from there. And I, I wrote that story down. And of course, you know, as her stories go, it was uh, just fantastic. <laughs> but no, it just spurred my love for writing. And I've written four books since. And it's, I mean, it's nonstop. I'm constantly getting new ideas mm. and I love it. But yes, I didn't have any any schooling outside of, you know, the normal college classes like English 101 and 102. Right. Um, But for me, it was just kind of one of those things that organically happened from one singular moment. (laughs) 
Mm. That's great. And Kelly, what about you? Yeah, I, I guess I've always kind of been a writer. When I, when I went to school, I sort of thought, you know, I can't just take an English degree because that's not smart. I have to get a job. <laughs> so I went into journalism uh, and communications. And I worked in journalism for a little while and it wasn't really a good fit for me. I kind of, I felt like I got a little bit jaded working in that environment. And so I switched into marketing and communications. Mm. And then I started writing fiction shortly after, well, I guess when my youngest was just starting in kindergarten and I kind of saw this little pocket of time opening up. (laughs) I was like, (laughs) I'm going to fill that right away. (laughs) So yeah, so I guess it's been the last four or five years nice. um, that I've kind of been like dedicated to writing fiction and uh, just making sure that I carve out a little bit of time to do that every day mm. and kind of make it a priority. Mm. Yeah, I think that's great. I, I, It's so funny to, to hear the stories because I feel like that's a lot of people who kind of come back to writing. I was I was talking to Alison Bucola, who just came out with a, a book two weeks ago, I guess now. And she kind of said the same thing. She went to law school. She was like, I'm going to do like the normal, you know, the the reasonable thing, the mature thing and not right. And then kind of came back to it uh, when she had kids. And I think it's just this interesting trend that I keep hearing about people who some, you know, some obviously go right into writing and, and just stick with it. And others, they come back to it when they have kids. And I, I I'm so curious about it because it seems like life would get too hectic to write when people have kids. And for some reason, it feels like people come back to writing, which I think is, is just so interesting. And and did that line up for, for either of you? I mean, wh- how old were your kids? I guess, Toby, you had the idea when you were rocking your, your daughter to sleep. Kelly, it sounds like your kids, I mean, this is like four or five years ago. So your kids were kind of right in that hectic time period. And, and it just seems uh, like the worst time to pick up a, a, a writing. <laughs> I mean, it, it just seems... Uh, like there are so many better times to do it, but it, it feels like maybe we're just like call you're called to to write this thing, and you you know some of those that time to do it as as little time as possible, right? So my next question may be a little bit random, but I'm I'm actually curious. I work with a creative writing group. I'm a middle school teacher, so I, I have a creative writing group in in my school, and I'm curious if there was one piece of writing advice that you wish you either got early on or something that I can pass on to the youth uh, of America? What What is that like? Is there like one piece of writing advice you would give to a middle school? Kelly, why don't you go wow. first this time? <laughs> you've got you've got kids about this oh. age. So it, it, it right? seems like I have a middle schooler. <laughs> what do I tell her all the time? Um, <laughs> yeah, honestly, I guess the biggest thing is to read. I think mm-hmm. that's probably where you learn how to write for me that's where I kind of just learned the basics of like plotting and characterization and you know you just kind of you almost mimic what you read Mm. and I know especially in the beginning when I was probably in middle grade I was you know writing my own books that were highly plagiarized (laughs) basically (laughs) off of the latest novel that I had just read (laughs) I hope that I've grown since then. But yeah, I think just reading and going for it. I think a lot of kids have laptops now Mm -hmm. for school. And both of my girls actually love to write stories. And I let them go for it. Like, I know maybe computer time is not always encouraged in every household. But I don't know. I just think if you have that creativity in you, just get it out there and 
And I think if you stick with it, maybe it will lead to something later on. Yeah, I feel like there's so many transferable skills when it comes to writing. Toby, what about you? What advice would you give? Well, I would definitely piggyback on what uh, Kelly said about reading, you know, kind of widely. But for me specifically, I think at that age, it's so important to know that whatever story that you have in you is going to be for somebody. Mm. You know, somebody you might think, oh, this sounds so stupid or nobody's going to want to read this. But that story is in you for a reason, regardless if it's for you specifically or for somebody who's going to read it five years from now. Like mm. if there's something that's important to you or that you have that you're like, I, I just want to write this down. I want to get it out. I want somebody to see it. It may not be for everybody, but it's going to be for somebody. And that somebody who is reading it may really, really need to hear what you have to say. So I think that at that age, you know, kids are, they can be so mean to each other about, you know, our interests and the things that make us happy or the things that we're interested in. And I think it's just being truthful to yourself and to the story that you have that's in you and making sure that you get it down on paper because it will, it will resonate with somebody. Yeah. I love that. I, I will pass along that message to, to my students. I think too, that I love what you, both, both of you kind of said about like that validation and also this like creativity and just, I think as a society, we look down on creativity as it has to be for something or it has to do something. And like, sometimes just being creative is just to be creative. Like nobody gets mad at someone for watching Netflix for four hours. But, right. Right. Like <laughs> if someone wants to sit down and type a story, everyone's like, what are you doing? So I think that's great. And I, I think too, like what are, one of the things stressing to them is like that they don't have to get it right. You know, that it, it's that I think that validation piece, that creativity piece. It's like, yeah, I can tell you, you know, some tips and tricks along the way, but like you don't, it doesn't have to be perfect. You don't have to right. get it right. You just have to, to, to get it out. I think that's, that's awesome. That's good advice. So as we, as we kind of wrap up here, um, my first question uh, for both of you is like, are there any books, movies, other resources that you suggest for aspiring writers? Anything that you can think of that helped you along the way or continues to help you as you continue on your, your writing career? Kelly, do you want to go first? I love writing books. I love reading about writing, mm. which is kind of funny, but there's so many great ones out there right now. And some of my favorites are Story Genius by Lisa Cron. Mm -hmm. And one that I think was really special, just if you're in any kind of creative field, is Big Magic um, mm. by Elizabeth Gilbert. I guess one of the token writing books that everyone loves is On Writing mm -hmm. by Stephen King as well. Yeah, no. But there's so many great ones. And there's so many great podcasts like like this one and, and The Shit No One Tells You About Writing. Yep. That's a great one that a lot of people are really loving right now too. And so there's so many different places to get information and it's just a great time to be a writer yeah i think that that's well said and bianca murray who does uh, the shit no one tells you about writing I, I got to interview her for for this podcast a couple weeks ago and and she is she is a lot of fun i mean she is like dynamic <laughs> so i i highly <laughs> recommend anytime someone asks about like podcasts i'm like listen to the shit no one tells you about writing podcasts because it is it's a lot of fun and they got a lot of good stuff going on over there. I know some some new stuff coming up. So definitely if you if you're not already listening to that, for sure you should be. Toby, what about you? Any other any other recommendations? Of course, piggybacking on hers, the uh, Save the Cat, Write the Novel by Ivy Jessica Birdie, mm -hmm. that's a big one. I actually just picked up Creating Character Arc by KM, I think it's 
violence. I'm gonna say the thesaurus books, where it's like the emotional thesaurus, the mm. positive traits, the conflict, Angela Ackerman. Those are some ones that would help with the actual craft of writing. Of course, Stephen King's own writing is the big one, but yeah. there are so many out there. Emotional craft of fiction, first five pages, bird by bird. Those are some I have on my TBR, have not yet um, yeah. read them, but I mean, like she said, podcasts, everything. There's so much out there that can help you. I feel like it's it's almost overwhelming at times. And I, I ask this question more to find trends in, in what people are using and like than than like a, a list because I feel like you could probably spend a lifetime reading books about writing and not actually get any writing done. So last thing, or kind of like last two things here, which is where can people find you? I'm mainly on Twitter at, at Toby Carter 6190. I also have an Instagram. Um, my handle is tobycarter.writer. And then, of course, like everyone, I have a TikTok. Not that it's <laughs> any good, but um, that's at author Toby Carter. Nice. And I'll, I'll link to that so that, that people can find you. And then, Kelly, what about you? Yeah, I'm on Twitter and Instagram, both as um, at Kelly Malacco. And you can just search the hashtag thrills and chills to find out more about our chat nice. um, or hashtag show us your dark as well great and kelly no no tiktok you're not with the with, up with the kids <laughs> I, I know toby's like and like everybody and i'm like yeah. <laughs> but i do occasionally fall down that rabbit hole and watch some videos but i try not to <laughs> Yeah, my, my wife convinced me to download TikTok and I was like, I just lost like 40 minutes of my life. Like, where did it go? And so right. I, I had to I had to delete the, the app. I was like, I can't. I like that's just a place I can't go, at least not yet. I already lose enough time on Twitter and doom scrolling there. So my last question is, if there was kind of one thing you'd want people to take away from this conversation, what would be that one thing? I would just say that there is a place for you, you know, whether it's with our chat on Twitter, TikTok, wherever, there, there's a community that you can get linked up with, with other people who, you know, have the same goals and dreams. It's just putting your foot out there, stepping in to, I don't want to say stepping into the field and just letting it happen. Hmm. Yeah, I agree. I I think if you put yourself out there a little bit, that's kind of one of the best ways to grow. And like for us, I guess we couldn't really find that niche that we were looking for. And so we created it. <laughs> so I guess if you're having trouble finding your spot, maybe there's a need for a new spot. So maybe you can carve out your own little corner. Yeah, it's a great message. So thank you so much, both of you, for taking the time to chat with me. I I, I feel like you're you're doing such a great job of building a community with with the writers, both on Twitter and it sounds like in other communities as well. So thank you for that, and I'm looking forward to the next thrills and chills uh, chat. And and I'll if, for people who are listening, I'll I'll drop in the in the notes when the next one is so that you know and you can join us. So we can all chat on, on Twitter. So thanks again uh, for, for being here. Thanks for having us. That's so great. Thanks for having us. What a great way to end that interview. There's a place for you. You just need to find it or you need to create it. As someone who doesn't have people in my personal life who write, finding thrills and chills on Twitter and a online weekly writing group, it's made a huge difference in helping me stay focused, committed, and helped me improve my craft. In the next part of this interview series, I'm talking to Zuli Rain. She's a top writer on Medium who wants to write novels. 
I asked her specifically about how important medium can be for fiction writers and how writers of all kinds, whether self-published or traditionally published, can use medium to build a writing platform of readers who obsess over their work. You won't want to miss this, so be sure to subscribe so you know when the next episode drops. I'll see you then.